Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I am always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests. And i got to tell you, today's show is a winner. I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that, and I'm excited to pick her brain for your benefit and my benefit as well. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs, my mastermind group, or through Powerful Words Character Development or All-Star Cheer Sites, you know how much I focus on the importance of starting your business the right way, right? Well, the show is going to help us to do just that. So today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. She's got a ton of valuable info about what I consider to be a super important topic and a fun way to deliver it as well. So strap yourself in. Today's show is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become even more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. As far as I'm concerned, we only get one ride around this merry-go-round, and we want to make sure it is one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. We're going to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your child, anything that might possibly, possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So, before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest today. Heather Osgood is a serial entrepreneur with a passion for living outside her comfort zone and a system for continual self-improvement. Starting her career in advertising sales, she quickly learned what it meant to be a business owner, seeing the failures and successes of hundreds of small business owners. Her training and knowledge in sales and marketing created a strong foundation for the development of her trade show production company, which she owned for over nine years and just recently sold. The sale of this business and the knowledge that she gained from the highs and lows of operating that company allowed her to intimately experience the challenges that every entrepreneur faces, wanting to do too much with too little money and too little time. Been there and done that. Struggling through the Great Recession in business allowed her to learn valuable skills about what really matters in the success of an organization. She and her husband currently own a haircutting business and have just launched a product-based e-commerce site along with her business coaching practice. Her determination to succeed in business, coupled with her love of people and her desire to encourage others to perform at their peak potential, motivates and drives her daily. The knowledge that entrepreneurs can create the lifestyle they desire in a message that she'd like to share. Being an entrepreneur is unlike any other lifestyle, and it's a priceless experience. Being an entrepreneur means helping others get what they want and need so you can meet your goals. She lives by the motto, leap and the net will appear. I love it. Heather, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm pleased to be here. Ah, well, the pleasure is mine. So listen, before we get started, for those who haven't yet had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting you or hearing you speak, take a second, share your story with our listeners. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Heather Osgood? Sure, sure, yeah. 
So as, as you said in the introduction, um, really my passion is entrepreneurship and business ownership. Um, starting my career working with hundreds of local small businesses gave me a really unique perspective. I, I kind of feel like it was almost like a behind the curtain view of what it was like to have a business and run a company. And um, when I met my now husband, he was like, we have to start a business. You know, if you want to really experience life, you need to be an entrepreneur. And I remember looking at him and thinking he was absolutely absolutely insane because I had dealt with so many small businesses and seen all of their struggles and challenges. And, um, he convinced me that, that really the path to go down was business ownership. And so we started a couple of businesses that had some success. And then, um, when we started the trade show production company, it really was a huge success and gave me a ton of experience and knowledge. Um, and when I sold that company, I, I really looked around and said, okay, what's next for me? And really just, um, was determined that I wanted to help other people do what I've been doing for, um, over 10 years now. And that's, um, starting businesses and really, um, growing with a level of independence in life, uh, that really sets you apart from others. I love that. Well, let, let, let's, let's dive into that because, I feel like a lot of the people who listen to my show find themselves as entrepreneurs and sometimes wonder, how the hell did I get here? Absolutely. I'm great at doing the thing, and that might be being a cheer coach or being a great martial arts instructor, but all of a sudden they find themselves as an owner of a business doing the thing and selling the thing, and all of a sudden they're in uncharted territory. So, you know, what what if your process has been on starting a business? Well, I think that one of the most influential books that I've ever read is The E-Myth. And so if any of your listeners haven't read The E-Myth, I would highly encourage it. And I feel, um, especially in my trade show production company, I worked with a lot of home and garden um, businesses as well as health and fitness professionals. And what happens to us so frequently is that we're so passionate about what it is that we do that we decide, hey, let's turn this into a business. And then really this weird thing happens where we're not actually doing the thing that we love to do. We're actually spending all of our time running a business, which involves, you know, figuring out payroll or, you know, doing all of the the bookkeeping, making sure that our our rent is paid and that the, you know, the studio is clean. And all of a sudden it's like, what am I doing here? And so for me, it's really important as a business owner that you take a really good look at what all of the different parts of your company are. So I love the idea of, of really creating a job description for everything that needs to happen in your business, whether or not you have a person to do that or not, it's so great for you to to make a list of all these different things that need to happen. And then what you can do as the, the business owner is you can sit down and say, okay, what do I want to do? So here's a list of all these things. What am I best at and how do I shine? And then when you look at how you shine, do those things and figure out a good way to delegate the other tasks. And for me, a lot of times delegation doesn't mean hiring an employee, it means outsourcing something or coming up with a creative way to maybe trade a service with somebody. You know, maybe you've got a cleaning company who would be thrilled to trade out cleaning your studio every week for, um, you know, their daughter to take your cheer class. So really it's coming up with creative solutions to do the work that needs to get done without you having to do everything. I love that. I love that. And, And actually, 
Uh, Michael Gerber was a major, major influence on, on my development. So I, I, anytime someone gives a, uh, an E-Myth reference, it, uh, it makes me smile. So uh, we're certainly on the same page there. Fabulous. Awesome. Fabulous, fabulous. So you have recently uh, sold um, your largest company, correct? Yes. So I, I, I sold my trade show protection company. Um, and actually, it's been going on now a year and a half. And that was a really interesting experience simply because when you create a company, you're so close to it. You're so in, I, I guess, intermeshed with the company, especially I think when it's um, something that is really near and dear to your heart. You know, if you, like I, I've got a client that I'm working with right now who has a yoga studio and um, she's awesome. She's a, a wonderful yoga um, instructor. But when you think about the idea of transitioning out of that passion, it's kind of weird and scary and so as much as I was excited to sell the company and open the next chapter of my life, it was really bizarre to have um, that disconnect happen where it's something that you kind of eat, sleep, and breathe for nearly 10 years, and then all of a sudden it's gone, you know, which is good and bad. <laughs> um, but it's, it's an interesting process for sure and, and one that I think most entrepreneurs should strive toward. So say more about the, you know, the process. I remember when I sold, uh, I sold the first company that I owned. Um, and I know the emotional and, uh, psychological trauma that I went through, um, mm -hmm. with that whole experience, but you know, how did you sell it? Who did you sell it to? Like how, how did this whole thing come about? What made you want to sell? What were the steps that led up to it? Because I got to believe there, there's somebody listening to this podcast right now that's thinking, you know, um, I know there's the next thing is supposed to happen for me, but right now I'm busy doing this. Yeah, Absolutely. So for me, it was really kind of a shift in values. Uh, when I started the company, I had a son, but he was a little older. And as I got my company rolling, you know, about five, six years into it, I had more children. And what I realized is that my business was really like my fourth kid. Um, and I had such a hard time every day choosing between my children and my business. And as a business owner, it's very strange because you get to choose. And when you have a job, you don't get to choose, right? You have to be there eight to five, Monday through Friday. Nobody says, hey, wouldn't you rather spend the afternoon with your child today? You know, <laughs> um, but as a business owner, you're constantly, I, I feel, you know, pulled like, should you be doing this different for your family or, um, you know, what, what have you. And so I felt um, that there was a real value shift in my life where I said, my company needs everything and I can't offer it everything. It's consuming more of my life than I want it to consume. And so at that point, I actually had a business partner. So I went to my business partner and said, hey, I need to make a change in life. Um, she was not super thrilled with the idea that I wanted to leave the company. Um, but we said, okay, there's a couple options. Either we can sell the company together or you can buy me out. And after many months of discussion and working with business coach um, and strategizing, uh, she made the choice that she wanted to buy me out. And so that's kind of how the process went. And um, it, it, I still today am happy that I sold the company. I've never woken up and said, oh my gosh, what did I do? How come I sold my company? But transitioning out was still difficult, like anything. Um, when you devote that much time, attention, love to something, having it change or go away is, um, interesting. <laughs> what, um, 
what would you say are one or two of the biggest lessons you learned from um, the whole sales process? I think the most important lesson I learned, um, which I crack up about all the time, we had been working with a business coach um, for several years before he sold the company. When we first started working with him, he said, what's your exit strategy? And I remember both of us kind of looking at him and smiling and laughing and being like, you are so funny. We're never going to leave this company. We love this. We want to do it for the rest of our lives, you know? (laughs) Uh, And so we didn't create an exit strategy. And when it got down to it, um, if we had an exit strategy, it would have really taken the emotion out of the process. And I think if you have business partners, an exit strategy is a must. If you do not have a bit, uh, an exit strategy and you have a business partner, put it on the very, very top of the important things to get done in the next week. <laughs> um, you should have an exit strategy because it is so important to just your emotional state as well as the foundations of, of the business, the value of the business. So having an exit strategy is really, really important. Um, I think that I learned that first and foremost. And then I think secondly, it's really important for you to look at your company and realize that even if you think that you want to do this for the rest of your life, chances are you probably don't. So um, you really need to think about what you're creating in your company so that it is sellable and when you're finished, you don't have to, you know, lock the door and walk away that you can, can give the keys to someone else who's going to take it to an even better place. I think that's fair. You know, it's interesting that you're bringing this up. I, I had a meeting actually with my attorney the other day. We we're talking about this, because uh, we had this conversation that, gosh, you know, there's nothing, um, there's nothing worse than actually having to have the conversation when the emotions are running so high, mm-hmm. um, way better way better to do this in advance. And then it's just a matter of this is the system we're going to follow. And we both agreed to that. And we're now going to follow the system. I think that's uh, I think that's a lot of fair, a lot of fun. Now yeah. I, I know that you've got a new, um, you've got a new podcast advertising company going on right now, right? I do. I'm super, super excited. So um, I want to hear, I, just... I want to hear about this. <laughs> I just started um, true native media and the whole point of the company is to help podcasters find advertisers. So there's about 200,000 podcasts that are out there and live. And um, for your listeners, I think that if you really think about the number of podcasts that you listen to, how few of them actually have advertisers mm-hmm. um, really is very telling. And I know that there are a lot of podcasts that would like to have advertisers, but many of them just don't know how to go about actually getting um, an advertiser or a sponsor. So my job is um, really to connect a podcast with an advertiser. And so um, just super, super stoked. I think that the podcasting industry has grown leaps and bounds over the last year or two. And I really believe that it is poised to grow even more. So I'm just, I'm really excited to be able to help people um, within this medium because marketing and um, and advertising is just so near and dear to my heart, something that I have loved for many, many years. So I'm excited to be able to help podcasters. I love that. You and I may need to talk about that. Um, yes. <laughs> that's fabulous. One, one other piece that I want to jump into is, you know, one of the biggest challenges for almost any small business owner that I've met, um, has been this avoidance of sales or this mm-hmm. bitter fear of sales. If you were to give somebody a tip or two um, on how to overcome that, 
uh, or what they need to understand to make it that valuable to themselves, what would you say? Because I, I just this is something I experience from my coaching clients, my mastermind clients, almost every single day, like this allergy to selling. Mm-hmm. I, I think the most important aspect of sales is your mindset and realizing that what you're doing and selling is you're helping somebody get what it is that they want and something that they need. And when we approach it with a correct mindset, it helps with everything else that we're doing and everything else in the process. And I find that oftentimes people have these really negative connotations in their mind about what selling means. And often it's because they've had negative experiences with quote unquote salespeople. And they think I would never want to be like that. I would never want to be that pushy car salesman kind of person. And so what they do is they just retract. So anytime that they think about selling or they think about the process of asking somebody for the order or asking for money, it scares them because they don't want to identify with something that they dislike. And so it's really about changing that mindset and realizing that you're not hurting the person. You're helping them get what it is that they need and what they want. And if you really believe in your business and you believe that you're offering the best service possible for that person, you are doing them a favor. You're doing a service to them by allowing them to do business with you and allowing them to make a a buying decision from you. And a lot of times people don't see that. They, um, they don't realize that helping someone through the buying process and actually closing the sale is more helpful to the person than just standing there and being really unsure of themselves. That creates so much, in, so much insecurity in your product and your service. And the person wants you to take the lead. They want you to sell them or they wouldn't be calling you. They wouldn't be in your studio. Um, so it, it's really important to realize that um, you are doing them a service. That's enormous, enormous, enormous. All right. It is now time for our resource of the week. So Heather, tell me this. How can my listeners find out more about you and how you go about helping entrepreneurs to succeed? Absolutely. So if you are interested in finding out more about me, you can go to leaptogrow.com, which is my website. I also have a podcast. You can check that out there. I've got a blog. And um, as I've talked about today, I'm just super passionate about um, business ownership. I think that it, to me, gives you such an interesting life. And I believe that it is the ultimate in creativity. You are pouring out so much of who you are and helping so many other people. So it's just um, super fabulous. And I love to work with other business owners who are hoping to get to, to greater levels or just people who feel like, gosh, I'm, I've got this business. I'm spinning my wheels. I'm so tired of not getting results. Um, and just talk with them about how we can help them get the results that they want. Sounds fabulous. So www.leaptogrow.com, leaptogrow.com. That's it. Fabulous. Get there immediately, folks. I'll finish the podcast and then get there. All right. So I always like to end my podcast with uh, what I consider to be a telling question. So Heather, if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business grow or more importantly, to help them live a better, more balanced life, what would that piece of advice be? 
I think the most important element in any business is sales. I have seen so many people open companies and they focus so little on actually making money that within a year they're so burnt out because they feel like they're working 80 hours a week and they're really not making the headway that they want. If you don't focus on your income, and, and it's not even just your income, it's your profitability. So sales plus, you know, expenses, you know, looking at profit. But if you really aren't in that place where you're getting the sales in the door and you're getting the profit at the end of the day, you're going to burn out and it's going to be a horrible experience. So why not do what everybody wants to do, which is help people and make money. I love this. This sounds fabulous. All right. Heather, thank you so much for joining me today. I know how busy your schedule is, so it means the world to me that you would share some of your time and some of your wisdom with my, uh, with, with me and my people. Well, thank you. It's been my pleasure to be here, and I hope that this has been helpful, useful information. It certainly has for me, and I'm sure that there are at least 10 or 20 people out there who are writing copious notes and thinking, huh, this is what I, I needed to hear today. So thank you. Folks, that is all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of our mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.